0: All
1: right, hold on one second. I'm going to go grab a drink. <laughs> just, reporting a, you know, a, just recording, you a know, just recording a, a podcast, you know? He's going to edit this out, right? You'd think. He couldn't have brought replacements, you know, something to line up next to the computer and the mic. Like, oh, this beer's done. Why don't I try another one? We're really in a good stride about talking about the Queen's Gambit. Who coming back? Who are you talking to? You! <laughs> I'm telling you a little story.
0: But I've been getting a drink.
1: I know, you're gonna see it later.
0: Ha 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 ha. The magic of editing.
1: <laughs> Alright, ready? No.
0: Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bare their souls,
1: laugh so hard they almost pee themselves,
0: and talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living,
1: and some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's Get a drink, drink Sometime. sometime.
0: Okay. You do the welcome this time. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Why not?
1: Don't make me do that. That's out <laughs> of my leg. Like, ah. Okay. Okay, I gotta get good at things, right? And we're supposed to, like, stretch and go ourselves as part of introspection and in adulthood. Okay, welcome to the show. My name is Angela.
0: I was really hoping you'd say my name is Sam. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Sam.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not reading off of a thing, guys.
0: <laughs> and what are we going to talk about today? I'm going to let you do this because it was your idea.
1: Uh, the queen. What does it say? The queen's gambit. You wrote in the show notes, gambit of the queen. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, the queen's gambit. So it's a Netflix show. Um, you 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 beat me to it. I, I when this show first came out, I really wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. and I'm a pretty big TV watcher. You so are, you um, have all
1: the you know all the cool things about shows.
0: All the cool things. All the cool things. I knew this was going to be good, but it it I, I don't know if it was a time thing or or what. I was I was lacking in this one, and, and Angela got to it, and you've watched the whole thing twice now.
1: I'm yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is not my
1: style. I'm not a big TV watcher. Like I don't have a TV in my room. And um, you know, I'm a single mom. So like, when does one watch that? But I had not long ago kind of tried to create some space in my life just because I needed to chill the fuck out. And um, I it bit me, like, the very first episode, and um, I was like, all right, here we are. I'm in. And every once in a while, you get a show like that with me where I'm like, okay, this is happening. But it's very few and far between. I'm super ADD, so if it's slow, like, you, I get lost. I, I detach very easily, um, but this one was striking. And um, and then I introduced it to a good friend, and we watched it together. So I've um, run the gamut. Um or the gambit, <laughs> as the case may be. <laughs> I've done it twice, um, so that's pretty cool.
0: So before we get into everything, yes, I think we need to discuss what you're drinking.
1: Of course. Why don't you go ahead? You know, I always go first, and then I have to ask you. So, like, just go. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, We're I switching drink-
1: things up over here, guys. Woo!
0: We are. I am drinking Cocoa Bunny by Creature Comforts, a local brewery in Athens, Georgia. This particular beer is kind of on the expensive side, but it's a milk porter. It is an ale brewed with coconut cocoa nibs, which I still have to Google what a nib is, and coffee. It's just bigger grinds, bigger grounds. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, It is only available between November and January. Um, It's super popular and it's super tasty.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. what you drinking? So it's, like,
1: exclusive and, like, way cool. It's,
0: it's seasonal.
1: Uh-huh. Exclusive um, and, like, ex- way exclusively cool. Exclusively
0: seasonal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, as per usual, I am not drinking anything exclusively seasonal oh um, gosh I am drinking another yet again a red blend um this is called Castillero del Diablo and I say that with an authentic accent um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's Castillero? I know what el diablo cas- means what's cas- what's cas- no,
1: there's no tea casiero casiero del
0: casiero diablo. does anyone know what that means?
1: Please, someone chime in on our socials and let us know. We can Google it, but it would be more fun if someone just told us. Um, Yeah, look, it's got a devil on it, and my friend um, Brian gave it to me when I was visiting home, and, you know, he's not a big drinker, and I mean, I am not either, but he thought, oh, there's a devil on it. He's got an aesthetic, you know? He's got an aesthetic. So, I was like, Okay. okay, cool. So, we did that. It's not my favorite, but it was a great gesture, and it needs to go. So if I get sloshy, it's just because I need to finish it.
0: Um, <laughs> need to get it out. I can't. It
1: can't. It can't be around here for much longer. You know.
0: Casiero. So, Casiero so I, I, del Diablo. I can't. I can't wait that long for our our seven fans to get back to us because I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people the seven fans are on the case. Now though. That's that's my your problem. Your instant
1: gratification problem is a real issue.
0: <laughs> 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 it means devil, devil locker. Oh, yikes. Like, uh, like, does that mean the devil's in your high school locker? Or what does that mean? I don't understand.
1: Casiero del Diablo. I don't know. Let's locker
0: say. of the devil, I guess. Like okay, the wine is... I... Says. The wine is from the Devil's Locker. I like Davy Jones's locker, but the devil?
1: Um, I wanted to see if there was like a little story, but there's not... Just talks about... Oh, I can talk about it like you. Okay. This red (laughs) blend's a velvety smooth texture carries focused flavors of ripe black fruit, plum, and black cherry up front, followed by dark chocolate notes in the mid-plate. No, sorry, mid-palette. Yep, yep. Um, A charming finish is balanced by... uh, Mild tannins, and marked with hints of toast and spice. Okay. I feel, I feel cultural.
0: You you should feel so fancy right now. I
1: feel so fancy with my red blend. Something about a devil.
0: <laughs> every every time I hear someone talk about tannins in wine. Tannins. yes. I, I think of Biff Tannen, the character from Back to the Future, yes! and I get really confused.
1: Yes but this has nothing to do we're going off on a
0: <laughs> we, we said did. that we were
1: gonna this is why we created show notes for anyone yeah. that's listening we do not program our i think i said this last time i'm going to go through this one more time
0: we do not
1: <laughs> program our podcasts the problem is is that we do not Program our podcasts so we have created show notes just to sort of guide us on through because we get lost left and right add one more drink Angela's done There are variables and we're trying to control them
0: But that's what makes us awesome. So we need to have a balance.
1: That's what we're doing with the show notes. It's a a magic middle. I believe
0: All right, so I literally finished the 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 (laughs) limited series like a half hour ago I, <laughs> I get a text I'm, and
1: he's like, I got 14 more minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I, I mean, I, it's interesting. I was, I was going to talk about this in the, um, in the, oh, I got two computers going, wrong mouse. I was going to talk about this a little later, but I'm just going to go ahead and bring it up now. So it's been, so I watch TV. I really appreciate, I'm a writer. I really appreciate good writing. And there's so much good writing in television nowadays and it's it's this whole experience for me I've literally watched this whole show I think in the past 4 days which more than likely I would do anyway but it's such a it's been a different experience for me because usually I don't have like this end Agenda like, you know, we we were, Angela brought this idea like hey, let's do a, a, a Episode on the Queen's Gambit. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I've been wanting to watch that show anyway
1: So like the, the translation to that is that this is pop culture. It's relevant now. You gotta watch it if We're gonna do it. You're gonna do it right now.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, usually I would have already done it um, but so I've never had to watch a show for like a project, or as a project, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a little, I told Amy, my, my wife, she hasn't seen it yet and she wants to watch it. And I told her not, I said, look, when you watch it, I'd like to watch it with you because it's it's just been a different kind of viewing experience.
1: Yeah, it
0: is, absolutely. Um, but so, I mean, the the show's wonderfully written. Um, the whole subject matter, it's, it's, it's set in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. There's mommy issues, there's daddy issues, there's addiction. Um,
1: there's really pretty dresses and a really pretty actress. And
0: I'm glad um, you said that. I don't want to come across as being a pig.
1: She's <laughs> so gorgeous. Yeah, she is. She's a stunner. She is exceptional and she's like... I mean look we're going to have to get into this a little bit but she's um she downplays so like she's not an over actor she's not entirely dramatic but like what, like I've seen it twice and then the second round that I seen I'm like you could tell she had to work hard to do what she did but you would have <clears> never known by watching it the first time because she you know she downplays and it's just it's just so incredible her acting is phenomenal phenomenal
0: yeah, she got, she got a lot of props for it. I, I know a lot of people are have been talking about that. I think overall, everyone's been pretty good in the show. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah, I was really... Um, Jolene, I loved that character. I loved that actor yeah. because she had to be a teenager and then be an adult. And it was still the same actor, whereas um, that yeah. wasn't necessarily true with um, the people that played um, you know, the lead. And... Um, that was pretty, that was pretty phenomenal the way that she was able to do that. That's a, I mean, for me, a mark of a really good actress, do you say actress anymore? Actor, whatever. Um, yeah. I think they're
0: both acceptable.
1: Okay. Um, so (coughs) I, I was really into that. Um, you know, everyone that was involved was spot on, spot
0: on. I think it's really interesting too. So like, (sighs) It, it's very tropey that you have like this This really cute female lead and obviously yep. like I don't believe in this but For the most most of the most of society. It's like oh, she needs a love interest and like you don't always have to have it doesn't always have to be a love story and they kind of they hinted at this a little bit with towns mm-hmm. um, but I mean I, It's pretty obvious to me, but the greatest thing about it is that the love of her life is a gay guy. Right. And and, and so, like, it was a great sort of turning regular writing on its head because there is no love story here.
1: No, it's still a fairy tale. It is a fairy tale. She She saves herself.
0: Yeah, she well, that's why it's not a fairy tale, is because some charming prince didn't come in and save her from some dragon.
1: Have you um, seen Brave? <laughs> have you seen Disney's Brave? Oh, she Brave saves is herself. Amazing,
0: that amazing is true. but she
1: saves First herself. Time ever. I mean, um, they got
0: and they're both redheads. Uh, have you seen
1: Frozen? It's the same thing. There is a new turn <laughs> in Fairy Tales, and you're missing it. You're walking right past
0: um, it. I'm not missing it. Uh-huh. I noticed that.
1: I noticed that. But,
0: but I just, I just think it's great that they, they, because she does have relationships with other people, other men. I mean, but uh,
1: relations, not relationships, but sure.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. That's well, what I mean. friendships
1: but, and relations, but not relationships.
0: Yeah, but I just, I just, I really enjoyed the fact that any, I just really enjoyed the fact that it wasn't. That didn't play a part of it. A love no, story type of a thing.
1: It didn't. No. And it was like because that's so not the point incredibly of it. impacting. Yeah. 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 Okay. So do you want to go back to the um, top of your list with the show notes where to start on talking about this?
0: Sure. Okay, cool. Let's you go. Say,
1: All right. Let's go. Addiction. Bang. Not just chemical addictions as mental barriers. Yeah. We, yeah. Go ahead.
0: I mean, clearly. So like the last episode, so she has, she has this whole mental mental barrier where uh, i'm not sure it comes from the abandonment issues and you know she started using drugs at, at an early age I don't, well, well they were her,
1: given to her right? yeah, like, yeah.
0: well they're forced on her
1: yeah
0: um but she got used to living with these things and you know i i think in episode three i can't remember but It it gets to a point to where she thinks that she can only function or at least function at this elite level With these things with these drugs these pills and that kind of as she gets older she starts drinking she starts smoking Um, You know she has all these kind of coping mechanisms where she's really just kind of blocking her own intelligence down
1: well and she has a process, right, them... with chess. Yeah. You know what she's... I mean? She has a she has a process with it. She also thinks it's a like an inevitability, like because of right.
0: her,
1: her mother and like that relationship and you know, what life was like for her, she assumes that it that's her life. So she succumbs, right? And you right. know, creates these processes where she can get through at least chess, you know, she's obsessed with chess. That's right. all she has in the world to hang on to, um, you know, she's fixated on it because she can control it.
0: Right, I think that's a big part of it, is yes. that's why she gets pissed whenever she loses. I mean, I think I think there was an, actually a moment in the show where after she lost with Borgoff for the first time She's like, oh, I can't I can't control this or, she, or something something along those lines to where that's the whole point with chess with her She she wants to win. She's really super good at it But it's because it's something that she can control Right, which going back to the drugs is interesting because she doesn't think she can control it without being out of control With the drugs and right. whatever which well, there's is, you know, no
1: other facet in her life. That's controllable, you know, right. she went with the wind had to, you know, whatever direction of blue, because she didn't have, you know. Right. She you know, was just forced her out people around her were there. not responsible. Yeah.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. I mean, I worry about my kids eating chicken nuggets, and, like, look at this. This is really <laughs> calm me the fuck down. <laughs> like This is not a big deal. Let's have pancakes for dinner. Um, yeah. But, like, with that said, and I wrote this further down in our list, sorry, but, um, like, this is a show. This book was written a long time ago and then turned into a script. And, like, it was before, like, this larger sense of shock value. So, like, mm-hmm. for instance, when the show was starting, I was like, oh, she's going to get molested by Mr. Schreiber." You know what I mean? Like, that oh, was... Totally,
0: that was definitely in the back of my mind.
1: I was like, something bad is really about to happen here. And you know what? nothing really bad happened the entire time, you know, not by comparison of what we see in other shows right now. Right. Um, still incredibly grabbing. Um, but you know what? Like it was such a relief that this was the style of show that we were watching was that it was not that bad and it was still such great, you know, viewer, like it was every second of it was just as worth it. Um, you I know. mean, yeah,
0: she still had, so this kind of reminds me if I can go on a tangent, for a second Mm -hmm. so i mean there's still i mean she's orphaned at a young age she's addicted to drugs at a young age there's still bad stuff and it reminds me of um game of thrones where on the tv show when jamie comes back i don't know if you watched game of thrones i didn't
1: i didn't have access
0: when jamie comes back to cersei he basically like rapes her and in the books, it was completely consensual, and a lot of people got pissed off because in this world of Game of Thrones, there's already rape and death and and killing of babies. There's all this sorts of just ugly shit. Right. And then you take this in, like I said in the books, you take this this reconciling, which is it's weird in the in the moment, but it's still it's consensual. And you make it worse. And so, I think with, with that, I don't... Like, she has a pretty shitty life already, going back to the Queen's Gambit. Like, we don't need to add rape or molestation to it right
1: and like the whole time it's weird i mean like it's again downplayed like mr Scheibel's looking at her and you can see like a longing and you're like oh god oh no what are we getting ourselves into but really what he is is just shocked at her intelligence you know he envies her he uh, sees potential in her
0: i think i think it's a little bit more than that but not in a creepy way i think Um, because when you learn in the last episode that he kept up with her career the entire time.
1: He did, he did. He was enamored with
0: her. I I think there was sort of a a, um, proto, not proto, a proxy father, proxy daughter thing going on. He was a very stern man he liked his job and he taught her how to play chess and she rolled with it and she understood him and he understood her right and in in the setting of the orphanage which is very strict um you can't really show love in in the traditional ways right and so i think when you know he dies at the end and It doesn't really hit her until she sees that photo, like she goes into the basement where his janitor, whatever closet was or whatever, and she's, yeah, she sees what he did and he followed her and he sees that she sees that photo of the both of them and she just completely breaks down because she didn't have a father and she only had Mr. Scheibel for a very short time. But But also, he he never asked anything
1: of her, whereas everyone else asked something of her.
0: Mm. I didn't catch that, but yeah, you're right. He just wanted her to be awesome.
1: Yeah, he did. He just wanted, like, he saw it, like how exceptional she was and how complex Mm -hmm. she was and how, I mean, he noted, like, the monster was in her. But also, like, taught her sportsmanship and, you know, reconciled with her when she was being a fucking crazy person you know what i mean like she said cocksucker right and she didn't know what that was but he right. at, at some point he came around and was like well she wouldn't know so we he gave her the benefit of the doubt he right. asked nothing of her because he was enamored with her you know yeah. he, he was shocked by her her intelligence like he knew that this was someone that was really exceptionally smart and special.
0: I think the, I think the her adopted mom is an interesting character because
1: really dynamic.
0: Yes yeah, because at for I mean clearly she's an alcoholic and She's basically just you know killing herself with drugs and alcohol. Yeah um, But then once she you know, she's like, oh, I'm gonna go play this chess tournament. She and the mom is like okay, whatever and and then she starts winning and she starts getting all this money and there's a moment where you think things are turning around because obviously the mom is unhappy with, with her life. Mm -hmm. And when they start traveling together and the mom's getting out and it's like she's coming around, you know, she's still drinking a little bit. Um,
1: I mean, that was their bonding point, right? Was that yeah. they their magic middle was addiction. Um, so they sort of understood each other. Like, she bent the rules because she was so productive in chess. And right. even though she didn't necessarily want her to be like her, she also wanted to be her friend. But mm-hmm. there's moments in the story where, like, they're in the car after she loses something, and... Um, she reaches for the mom's hand. Right. And you think, you know what, that's what she wants. She just wants someone to fucking be there for her. And I think, you know, I think that the mom, the second mom, the adoptive mom was happy to do it. But by comparison, she just wanted to feel that validated by love. And, you know, like, it's just to be like the biggest asshole in the world. Like as a single mom, I try so hard to show my kids that they matter more than anything. And sometimes it's really hard to portray, like it's really hard to, um, you know, cause like life is really busy. But in this case, I mean it's my biggest fear, right? But hmm. in this case like that man meets her in Mexico and she drops her daughter like a bad right. habit, you know, and you're like, "Can you fucking be there for her? Like she's oh, she is supporting you financially, you know, like she is allowing you to travel." Just stop, you know what I mean? But
0: Well, that's that's the whole thing with so the mom is kind of coming around and everything cuz I, I there was a moment where I'm like, "Oh, this is actually benefiting both of them." and then she kind of it's like a relapse not a right. relapse with drugs or alcohol but it's a relapse to like a the emotional dependency yeah yeah and then she goes back and and it's yeah it's again it's another kind of addiction it's not a chemical one it's a it's a mental one but yeah
1: yeah
0: and then you know everything falls apart for her and which it wasn't one once once the mexican the, the Latin fellow comes into play. You're like, okay, this isn't going to end good.
1: There's that moment where she's standing outside the window watching them dance in that restaurant, you know, after the oh, mom, gosh. like, misses her. And you're like, God damn it. What a fucking yeah. bitch. Go to the game. Well, so watch your daughter. You know, like, yeah. I get, like, really defensive of that moment because, like, that's the worst. You know, that's just, just the worst. The worst. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but at the same rate, like, she did try, like she said, if I can't be a wife, I can be a mother. And, um, I think, you know, it's like, uh, she did it to the best of her ability. You know what I mean? She, right. she did. She, she did. Um, you know, she tried. Um, and you know, she was interested, just not as interested as much as the validation she needed in other ways. Um,
0: right.
1: yeah. And then, like, after the mom dies and you see her go to the, the pharmacy and, like, she comes back several times for that, um, that, what was it? Anyway, she says, like, mas at the end and you're like, oh, God, here right. we go. And you're like, no. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's all these flashbacks to this mother, you know, who is clearly a psychopath.
0: Um, her actual but, you know, mother, she, yeah. Her
1: actual mother, but, like, you know, she believes, you know, epigenetics are at play and that her fate is that mother, you know, like, the one who, like, who's clearly smart. She had, like, um, a math thesis in the beginning. But she right. lost it, right? And like she's smart like that, too. So is that her eventuality? And you're you're just like pulling the whole time thinking, no, 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 no. She can rise above it. She is not it's not a life sentence. She's not like her mom. And you know, she just got a big kick, you know, to the gut because the second adoptive mom is gone. So who what else is there? You know, what else is there? And she gets back to the house and she hangs on in for a while. And I thought it was going to be this, like, epic, you know, error of destroying herself, but she tries. Even though she has more access to those pills, she tries. Um, So you're thinking, okay, all right, okay. And then shit eventually, you know, one thing sets her off. She goes to that um, really classy dinner, right? And that's it. It's over. You know, like, the the fire's ignited, and she's done.
0: All right,
1: hold on one second. I'm gonna go grab a drink. Just recording a you know, just recording a con a a podcast, you know. He's gonna edit this out, right? You think he couldn't have brought replacements, you know, something to line up next to the computer and the mic. Like, oh, this beer's done. Why don't I try another one? really in a good stride about talking about the Queen's Gambit. It's coming back? Who are you talking to? You! <laughs> I'm telling you a little story.
0: But I've been getting a drink.
1: I know, you're going to see it later. Ha 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 ha.
0: If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime.
1: Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.